live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. gentlemen welcome you are locked and loaded right here on lfa tv it's gonna be one heaven of a show for you today thank you very much this is live from america and i am your ever so humbled god fearing and god loving host of the show jeremy harrell the hip-hop patriot and we're broadcasting me and producer eli from the live free or die granite state of new hampshire and boy do we got a show lined up for you today Wow, did we experience some greatness yesterday. We thank you very much for tuning in for our 11 o'clock show and tuning in for our 5 o'clock show. We thought we would be back. It did not happen, so I'd like to give a big shout-out to Sean Farish for filling in for me yesterday here in the LFA time slot. LFA producer says, meeting Trump was epic. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Kelly says, how's it going, Jeremy? So exciting you met Trump. I got videos to show you, folks. Ladybug is in the building from southwestern West Virginia. 43 Gators is here. Kelly, how you doing? Good to see you. DeClues is here. Ma Bell is watching. We've got our brother from another mother, Miguel Ortiz. Moose for Trump. Shout out Lisa in Pennsylvania. Shout out little David. Tomorrow is his birthday. So we got to say happy birthday tomorrow to him. We're going to sing it. Uh, Diane is watching. How you doing, Diane? Liberty Shines is in the building. Roxanne is here. Um... Let's see who else we've got. So many people. Sean Farish, he says, happy to be here. Well, I think Sean is here so that he can see the videos. We are going to be showing the videos of the uh, the event yesterday. Very private, very intimate event with Donald Trump. I've got a few videos. I didn't get as many as I'd like because Heather has the other five or six, and she has not sent them to us yet. Heather, Heather, tisk tisk. No, I'm just kidding. we got some great sh- stuff to show you, and we'll be showing you that in the second segment of today's show. Um But I would like to show you the moment that he arrived. Now, what you're about to see is this was the people outside. Uh, We were inside at this point. And uh, these folks never got to come in because, like I said, there might have been only 50 to 75 people inside. It was super small, super intimate. Uh, But this was the scene yesterday when Donald Trump arrived. Uh, Let's go ahead and roll this clip if we can.
gentlemen secret service did a great job there that uh yesterday as well but uh eli we were inside for quite some time he spent a lot of time out there greeting people talking to people and i wanted you to see that last part when he was holding that woman's hand with the uh the pink hat that you know uh you said trump won or whatever um he was holding her hand and just staring in her eyes and that is something that i noticed about trump yesterday myself the man does not look through you he looks at you he is a hundred percent attention on you and the conversation that you and him are engaging in. I've never seen anything like it coming from a politician. And we'll talk a little bit more about that when I show all the videos from inside. This is the, t this is the point, guys, where you're going to want to share, share, share. I would like to have at least 5,000 people in here during the second segment when we show you all the videos, the moments where I'm talking to Trump, having conversation with Trump. And again, there was even more that uh, Eli wasn't able to get that Heather got. So there's, there's more that we'll bring, you know, probably later on today at the 5 o'clock show. But just truly amazing and, uh, and, and a great, great moment uh, for LFA TV, for me personally, and for all the people that were there and for all of you. Uh, because yesterday we basically, uh, for lack of a better word for a term, uh, we became part of Trump's campaign yesterday here in New Hampshire. So we will be invited to everything he does here over the next year. In New Hampshire, we will be interviewing Trump one on one at some point very, very soon. And uh, LFA, ladies and gentlemen, you did it. We're here. We're on the map without Facebook, without YouTube, without TikTok, without using Twitter. We figured out a way, all of us together, to get back here. And I will do everything I can to make sure that when he's here, if people are coming here that are part of the LFA family, that I get you into events to meet him too. Because it's not only me who deserved this. I don't even think I deserved this. You guys deserve this because you guys are the ones that made LFA TV. If it wasn't for the LFA family financing all of this, we wouldn't do this. We wouldn't be here. I'd be back at my job. I wouldn't have anything. And I'd be completely separated from all of social media. So all of you are saying that I deserve this yesterday. And, and, and trust me, I felt wonderful by you saying that. But I want all of you to have the share, same experience because having a full-on conversation with the man is different than just seeing him on TV in more ways than you know, okay? So big shout-out to all of you, and uh, trust me, I represented you guys yesterday. He knows about the LFA family, and, um, you know, and same thing with Heather. She represented you guys yesterday. Eli represented you all well yesterday, and you're just amazing people. And he knows. He knows about LFA TV. So why don't we go to the verse of the day, folks? I'm super pumped. Uh, the Holy Spirit is definitely on Trump. If anybody tells you that God, he is not anointed, they have no idea what they're talking about. 
because being able to be there with him, touching his hand, holding his hand and talking to him, I can tell you the Holy Spirit is on that man and is walking with him. So truly incredible. Now, I titled today's verse of the day, also this morning's show, Maverick will sing happy birthday to you. Let's sing it now. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Maverick. Happy birthday to you. Reach out to the Elevate producer and get yourself a t-shirt for your birthday. Verse of the day today. Are you ashamed of the gospel? Are you ashamed of the gospel? Are you afraid to share the gospel? 2 Timothy, first, uh, first, uh, 1, 8 through 12. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 8 through 12. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner. This is Paul. But share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling. Do you feel like you have a holy calling? Boy, I do. Boy, I do. Not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. But has now been revealed by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, to which I was appointed a preacher an apostle, and a teacher <sighs> to the Gentiles. For this reason, I also give these thanks. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. For I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. One of the most powerful weapons the devil uses against you is fear. Fear then leads to doubt. And doubt then leads to defeat. None of these things are from our God. How many of you, and I want you to be honest, for those who did not watch Rise Up this morning, I want you to be honest in the, in the comment section. Hopefully you're uh, in the live section. How many of you have second guessed sharing the gospel out of fear that it might start an argument? I have before. I don't anymore. But it's called the good news for a reason. The devil brings this weird feeling toward you. When you have a chance to say, God bless you to someone, or may Jesus be with you, that feeling that most of you have felt at one time or another in your journey with Jesus is called fear. Fear that you might start a fight. Fear that you might have an, uh, encounter somebody who has another faith that makes it impossible for them to get to heaven. Fear that they may be an atheist looking for an argument, or fear that you may even be arrested these days. And we've seen that a lot lately. You need to shed that fear today and you need to wear it like a badge of honor that God has trusted you to share his story of salvation. It doesn't matter what people here think. They are only temporary and we are only temporary. You are performing for an audience of three and they go by the name of Yahweh, Yeshua and the Holy Spirit. They love your talents and they love when you perform. So let's all go out there today and give them one heaven of a show. In Jesus' name, we go to the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we all pray. Amen. Praise the Lord, ladies and gentlemen. God is with us. The Holy Spirit is upon us. We're ready. I'm ready. Eli's ready. You guys have all rumbled. Hopefully you're still sharing. Hopefully we get to that 5,000 by segment number two. Lift up your cups and let's have a little bit of that rise up coffee because we are just getting started. Mm-mm-mm. And when we're just getting ready, start, uh, getting ready to be started, I like to give us a little bit of a jolt of Mike Crispy. So let's go, baby. Yes, Frank. Let's go, baby. Here we go. The first and foremost section, folks. The walls are closing in again. Do you feel it? Christina just donated $10. Thank you. Do you feel it? Do you feel the walls are closing in? Eli, does it feel like the beginning of the end? Nope. But Eli, there's a new tape out. There's an audio tape out. The beginning of the end. He waved some papers, folks. Oh. <laughs> now, before I play this audio for you, I want you to watch this. Look at this, ladies and gentlemen. I've got it all right here. I've got the smoking gun. I've got the stuff right here that's under security clearance. I've got it. They sent it to me. I can't declassify this anymore. I could when I was president. I can't anymore. It's all right here. It's all right here. They gave it to me. I but I can't declassify this anymore. I could then. That's what they got, folks. <laughs> That's what they got. Are you ready? This is supposed to be Jack Smith's smoking gun. They've got him now. They've got him now. Put it up on the screen. Let's go ahead and play this. Listen up closely. These are bad, sick people. That, but, was, that was your coup, you know, against you. That's well, it started right at the Like when Millie's talking about, oh, you were going to try to do a coup. No, they, they were trying right. to do that before you even were sworn in. That's right. Trying right. to overthrow yeah. your election. Well, with Millie, uh, let me see that. I'll, I'll show you an example. He said that I wanted to attack Iran. Isn't it amazing? I have a big... Now, hold on. Pause it right there. Now, he's got the papers, and he says, let me see that. Apparently, this paper, right? He says, I got the papers, and he says, apparently, Millie said that I wanted to store a war with, Ryan, uh, with Iran. Now, that right there, what he just said, when he grabbed those papers, the, the, the audio that you heard is not classified information. Now, maybe the, maybe the documents that he has allude to what he's talking about with Iran. But it's not classified information. And then he goes on to say, they sent me this. So they wouldn't send him classified information after he was president. So you don't know what he's talking about here. There's no proof of anything here. And again, what he said is, Millie said I tried to start a war with Iran, uh, with Iran. But that is not classified. That's public knowledge. Roll it. Pile of papers. This thing just came up. Look. This was him. They presented me this. This is off the record, but they presented me this. This was him. This was the Defense Department and him. Wow. We looked at some. This was him. This wasn't done by me. This was him. All sorts of stuff. All right, pause it again. He says, and we looked at some. Now, he didn't say, here, look at these. He said, and we looked at some, because this was sent to me by the Department of Defense. We looked at some. Boom. Okay, is that the walls closing in? 
He didn't hand these papers to these people. None of these people. Oh, and by the way, I can get Sean on the phone right now, and he can sound just like this. Continue to share the video, folks. Let's bring back the rest of this audio. We have another one minute and 10 seconds of audio. Roll it. Pages long. Wait a minute. Let's see here. <laughs> I just found, isn't that amazing? This totally wins my case, you know. Mm-hmm. Except it is like highly confidential yeah. secret. <laughs> this is secret information. Look, look at this. You attack. And Hillary would print that out all the time. All right. And again, are they looking at the New York Times? Are, are they looking at the report? Are, is he, is he got the newspaper up? There's no conclusive proof here of anything. And I'm not trying to stick up for the guy. I'm just saying what's obvious here. Is he reading the New York Times? Sounds like he's reading the article that they wrote about him. Not showing classified documents. You know how hard of a time you're going to have to prove that? <laughs> I mean, come on. Continue with it. Pervert. Um, by the way, isn't that incredible? Though? Yeah. I was just saying, because we were talking about it. <laughs> and you know, he said, he wanted to attack Iran and what? He's in the papers. This was done by the military, given to me. Uh, I think we can probably, right? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to try to... Okay, now there's where he said, as president, I could have declassified. So they're saying maybe we need to, and he goes, declassify. Like the documents, not what he was holding in his hands. Who knows what he was holding in his hands? Newspapers, articles, stories. He could have grabbed some papers and pretended like they were. There's nothing. There's absolutely nada. And he's right. It should be declassified. And he would have been able to class- declassify all of that stuff that the military was talking about that was in that story if he was president. That's all that's saying. Yeah, well, to try to figure out a, a, yeah. See, as president, I could have declassified. Yeah. Uh, no, I can't, you know, but this is Yeah, classified. now we have a problem. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. I mean, it's so, I'm, look, we hear it, I have a, and you probably almost didn't believe me, but now you believe me. No, it's, I believe It's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. Hey, bring some Cokes in here, please. He's in the room with multiple people, ladies and gentlemen. It sounds like to me like he grabbed whatever they were holding. I think they were holding a newspaper and he grabbed it from him. And he's like, I don't even know what they're talking about. All I know is I didn't do anything wrong. So this is probably, and who recorded it? That's another thing. Who recorded it? Who recorded that? Now, you know, yesterday I, I, I told you that 84 witnesses that, that Jack Smith wants to keep private and, 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 and not in public are not going to be able to anymore, right? This is an absolute, this is what we destroy the country over. This is the smoking gun. This is what Jack Smith has, folks. Jack Smith, the loser, has nothing bigger than this. This is the biggest And I'd like to echo what my friend Mike Crispy said, who comes on right after me. By the way, you guys, make sure you stay tuned and locked and loaded for Mike Crispy. He's got some breaking news coming up next. This is a smoking gun, he says. This is what you want to rip the country apart over and give 400 years of prison time to a president? Clown world. Clown world, says Mike. Let's go, baby. Yes, Frankie. He's right. And this is nothing. So that's what the big hoopla was yesterday, folks. 
And I can tell you this, after meeting the man, after talking to the man, after having a conversation with the man, Eli, does he seem worried in the least? No, he doesn't. He actually is welcoming it. He's like, go ahead, indict me more. Right? Is New Jersey going to indict me next over this because it happened in this state? Georgia's going to be next. How many are you going to keep indicting me? You're making a martyr out of me, and I'm getting bigger and bigger and better. And believe me, I don't have to do any of the debates if I don't want to. General White Rage Millie, ladies and gentlemen. Meanwhile, stuff that's really happening is the Biden family's going down. They're going down. Now, you may not believe that statement. You may say, when, Jeremy, when? I'm telling you right now, the Biden regime is going down. Because yesterday, on the same day that they, were, they released this bombshell tape, <laughs> that bombshell audio, more WhatsApp messages came out from Hunter Biden, thanks to the Ways and Means Committee, to the Chinese CEFC associate. And one of the uh, text messages read this, the Bidens are the best I know at doing what the chairman wants. The chairman of who? The chairman of what? CEFC, CCP Chinese company. That's who he's talking about. In a WhatsApp WhatsApp exchange dated August 3rd, 2017, Hunter Biden told CEFC associate Gong Wen Dong, <laughs> what a name. The Bidens are the best I know at doing exactly what the chairman wants from this partnership. <laughs> Who's the chairman? Well, the chairman is not Gong Wen Dong. The chairman is Yi Jingming. Yi Jingming, a Chinese billionaire tied to the CCP Intelligence Gathering Agency. That's the chairman. The Bidens are the best I know at doing what Yi Jinming wants. By the way, Yi Jinming is presumed dead after he disappeared. Remember that guy? Remember that guy? He just disappeared and he's gone? <laughs> I, think, uh, I think Hunter and Joe called Hillary and said, uh, listen, we need a favor. Right? You kill this guy. Take him out. He's Captain Corn Pop. Every time I see him, he looks like a Corn Pop guy to me. He's a, he's a threat to the smartest guy I know. Just take him out, Hillary. Hillary said, I'm on it. Dong Wing gone. <laughs> Dong Wing gone. I mean, Yi Jingming, that's the guy that died, right? The Bidens are the best I know. Thank you, B.S. Thompson, thank you very much. Love that you met our greatest president. $20 donation. Thank you for understanding the importance of the Slurp Fund and keeping Eli here. The next day of Hunter's Shell Companies, day one, OWASCOPC received $100,000 from the CEFC, a CCP-affiliated energy company. Well, look at that. Look at that. That was the next day after that WhatsApp message. One of Hunter's shell companies, which was OWASCOPC, received $100,000 from the same CEFC that he was talking to in the WhatsApp message the day before when Yi Jingming, who's dead now, says, I mean, uh, Dong Wing, whatever his name is, says, the Bidens are the best I know at doing whatever Yi Jingming, uh, Yi Jingming wants. But that's not the only thing that came out yesterday. Another whistleblower came out against Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. Another whistleblower who confirms and says the Hunter Biden avoided paying millions in taxes to the IRS from Ukrainian deals through shady foreign schemes. 
How many whistleblowers do we have coming out in the FBI about the way the FBI is handling things? How many whistleblowers do we have coming out of the DOJ about the way that Merrick Garland is handling things? How many whistleblowers are now coming out from the IRS that were based around this investigation done by the IRS that are saying, whoa, you're not hearing the whole story. Folks, where there's smoke, there's fire. But we don't, we're not just seeing smoke. We're feeling the heat. And when you're feeling that heat, time to get out the kitchen. And I think that's exactly what they're setting the Bidens up to do. Look, they're not going to take the Bidens out early. I'm telling you that right now. Biden, if he lives, will be here until the end of his term. Because any kind of throwing him under the bus that way during this campaign, or I mean during the next two years as his presidency, residency, whatever it is you want to call it, is a stain on them too. Instead, instead... They will continue to let him be president until we push enough to where they have to impeach him or get him out of there. And their goal is to to just shift over who they want as president in 2024. Like I said, it might be the dynamic duo, the ambiguously gay duo of Gavin Newsom and Michael Obama. That's what I am. That's what I feel. 4,200 people watching. We appreciate you being here. Make sure you stay tuned next for Mike Crispy Unafraid. But please share this video. Let's get to 5,000 because we're coming up to that second segment in which you're going to want to be here. So we got the second whistleblower or this, uh, another whistleblower coming out of the IRS who detailed multiple felony charges that the whistleblowers said the IRS recommended against Hunter Biden are true. This is somebody just validating what we already know. It's happening, folks. We're pushing back, and we are winning. And all of this other stuff is smoke and mirrors and garbage. Trump is not going to prison. Eli, you spoke to Trump yesterday as well. Does that man think in any way, shape, or form that he's going to be locked up? Not even a little bit. As a matter of fact, just the opposite. He's telling you what's going to happen next. Trump is fighting hard. For who? For you. He also just filed a defamation lawsuit against E. Jean Carroll over the bogus rape claim. And he, won a law- he already won a lawsuit against Horseface Stormy Daniels, which we're going to talk about next. Turning the tables on his accusers, Donald Trump has hit E. Jean Carroll with a defamation lawsuit saying that she falsely accused of him, rape, him of rape. And this countersuit comes after a civil jury found him guilty of sexual abuse and defamation, but not rape. <laughs> So now Trump is going after her. And he's going to win. And he knows he's going to win. And he's going to go he's going to bankrupt that crazy crazy woman known as E Jean Carroll, ladies and gentlemen. We got a picture of her by the way. That woman is absolutely bat crap crazy. There I mean here's some here's a here's a uh, quick picture of her. Look at her. Oh, Donald Trump raped me. <laughs> She looks like a female version of the water boy, Transtifa, as Will Johnson would would call them. <laughs> so yeah, Trump has gone on the offense now and has filed a defamation lawsuit against her. And you you just wait until Trump gets back in that White House. His entire presidency is going to be an offensive presidency to take down everybody that destroyed this country. And I'm telling you, the man is not lying. He's 100% full on taking this country back for us. Now, the Clinton-appointed judge who's overseeing the hush payment case is refusing to allow Trump to move this case to a federal court. 
Why do you think that is? Why do you think that is? Trump's lawyers believe a move from a state court to a federal court will allow for a more diverse jury pool. 86 of the, 86% of the people in Manhattan vote Democrat. That's bias, folks. Judge Alvin, Alvin Hellerstein signaled that he would not allow Trump to move the hush payment case to a federal court. The judge will make the decision in two weeks. By the way, he was appointed by Bill Clinton. There's a reason why these people want to keep this in state court, folks. There's a reason why you're seeing these states bringing up these indictments. And, you, and, and, I, and I have a feeling New Jersey will after this tape thing now. Because it's just to run him through the mud. But what they don't understand is bringing him through the mud makes him bigger, stronger, and they're martyring him every single time they do it. They want to keep it in the states because they know if it goes federal, it's over with. They know if it gets to appeals court, it's over. They know if it goes to a circuit court, it's over. And they know if it goes to the Supreme Court, it's over. Thank you, J.A. Fish, for that. We appreciate you. God bless you. God bless you. And thank you for sharing the five different platforms. The federal charges are bogus. We know that. That right there that I showed you in the beginning of the show is the most they have. So he's going to beat that, and he's going to beat all the other ones too. It's about quantity, not quality for them. Remember that, folks. It's about quality, not quantity. Now, before we go to a break and get into the second segment where you get to see all these videos that we have from yesterday, we do have a nice win here. As a New York appeals court, see, they don't want that, dismisses claims against Ivanka Trump in the New York Attorney General Letitia James case. Amen. Another win for the Trump team, ladies and gentlemen, as you see Ivanka with her dad. Now, I'm not a big fan of Ivanka, but hey, that's her dad, and that's his daughter. And the more wins we can rack up in this family after what these people have been through, the better. Amen? I think so. A New York appeals court on Tuesday dismissed Ivanka Trump um, from a lawsuit brought against the Trump organization by who? None other than peekaboo. Letitia James, ladies and gentlemen, the ultimate. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. Yeah, somebody said I messed up the quantity, not quality thing. I meant quantity, not quality. They want more, more, more. It has nothing to do with the quality of the, uh, of the investigation or the indictment. Attorney General Letitia James has been investigating whether the Trump organization inflated the values of some of its properties. And um, pretty much I'll just get to the end of it, ladies and gentlemen. A New York appeals court dismissed Ivanka Trump on Tuesday from the wide-ranging fraud lawsuit brought against her father and his company last year by Letitia James. So another loss for them and another win for us. Winning never gets old, does it? Winning never gets old. And you know what else doesn't get old, folks? What else doesn't get old is my love for Field of Greens. How many of you can say the same thing? How many of you in the chat that thread right now, we've got about 4,400 people watching on Rumble. How many people in the chat thread can say that they swear by the Field of Greens product? Because I do. Not only in weight loss, but ladies and gentlemen, there's something that we need to keep in focus, right? There's the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Well, there's also, ladies and gentlemen, mind, body, soul. And you need to be feeding your body every day with the right nutrients that God wants to put in your body, namely fruits and vegetables, namely organic, not touched from any pesticide or anything like that. But you also got to feed your soul full of Bible verses every morning. So if you get up in the morning and you pray and you feed your soul a Bible, and then you feed your belly a field of greens, ladies and gentlemen, your body will follow and you will be an unstoppable, mean, green, globalist fighting machine, as Mike Crispy says, 
every day if you consume your field of greens. Now, there's many different kinds here for you depending on what is right for you. If you want to talk to a doctor about the ingredients, do so. I would say most doctors would say, yeah, do that. But get yourself a whopping 15% off your first order today by going to fieldofgreens.com. That's fieldofgreens.com. Using the promo code LFA, join the challenge and help yourself get healthier. You're going to need it. You're going to need it. Lori May says, lime field of greens for me. Antlobe1092 says, love field of greens. And L Savvy says, it's great. See? All right, folks, we got about 4,200 people, 4,300 people in here. Let's get to brass tacks. Yesterday, I'm going to take you through a series of videos starting from the moment that Donald Trump walked in. Ladies and gentlemen, here is what we have right now for video footage from yesterday. I'll take you. I got five or six videos here. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. He's doing good. He's doing good. And without further ado, I I just want to say the difference between our movement and the DeSantis movement is our movement is fueled by true supporters, not a bunch of people coming in from out of state who are carpetbaggers who are being brought in but have no idea how New Hampshire works or New Hampshire values. We have New Hampshire people on the ground who believe in the president, who will be fighting for the president, and without further ado, here's the president. On the plane? Yeah, that was that was Heather. So popular. So popular. It was like, I can't be a lot of Now he comes to shake my hand right here, sir. Trump, this is your favorite. Oh, my gosh. She's your number one. If we, she needs your endorsement we'll for your cookie. We're going to give it to her. Give me that cookie. I can do it now. Uh, there it is. Okay, there hold on. Is. All right. Yes. Hold on. Let's pause it here. Okay, so these people next to me, they run this gingerbread company out of Massachusetts, Quincy, Massachusetts. And they actually supplied all the snacks for Trump and his team, and they were great. And uh, so he gets ready to sign. He signs the cookie, right? And then if you'll listen very closely after he signs the cookie, he looks at me and he goes, I like cookies like this guy right here. And he points at my stomach. He fat shames yours truly. Fat shames yours truly. Yes, he does. All right, let's go back to it. Listen to this. We have a pen. This is important for you. This is important, right? You feeling good? You feeling okay? She's been all smiles. She's been all smiles. Nice pen. That's nice your pen. official <laughs> cookie, Ginger Donald's cookie campaign for 2024. Oh, that's beautiful. That's a good cookie, too, huh? Great job. We're the comments. I'd eat that sucker in two minutes like you. <laughs> 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 I'd eat that sucker in two minutes like you, and he pointed to my belly.
work together. Thank you. God bless you. I want to just thank everybody. This has been amazing. We just left a group of people that was, it was like love. It was love. It was incredible. And our uh, other candidates, if you want to call them candidates, there are one, two, three, four. Uh, and uh, there's no love. In fact, very few people even show up. Uh, there's something going on. They don't want uh, what's happening to our country. They just don't want it to continue. So we've done this twice, and we won twice. We won here uh, every which way. Yes, yes, but I'll tell you what, uh, what happened in the second election was a disgrace. We got millions and millions more votes, and uh, it was a rigged election. All right, so there's, there's video number one. Uh, let me bring up the second video now. Uh, again, these were just videos. that Eli, These are from Eli's phone. Of course, I got some video footage, and Heather got video footage as well. So you'll be able to actually see the video footage of Heather, uh, that Heather took of him and me shaking hands and stuff. And that's what, that's what I really want uh, to get, so I can get that up on the wall in here. Uh, but anyway, let's just keep going through these. I've got a few more here. Um, roll it. And now we have an open wound. It's called the southern border. It's a wound. People are coming in from mental institutions. They're emptying out all over the world, not just the four countries, our neighbors. They're emptying out their mental institutions from all over the world, and they're coming through the southern border. They're emptying out their prisons from all over the world. I was saying we had a great group. We had, I would say, sold out times two. Is that right? They never had a group like that. Lilac. And uh, other guys go speak. They have like three people show up. How are you? You doing okay? Good? This is Jim. Jim's in hospice right now. Oh, you're, he's in hospice. Jim. Oh, look at that. What a nice thing to do. What a nice thing to do. All right, so there, unfortunately, Eli's uh, phone, he, he, he stopped recording uh, there because we were recording so many you know, things. We just didn't know what to catch. Right there, what happened was a guy that worked very hard for Donald Trump in 2016 and 2020, one of our state reps here, he's in hospice. He was in a hospital bed in hospice. He's, he's, he can't go anywhere. He's on tubes and everything. And Donald Trump went over there and FaceTime had a conversation with the guy, told him he's a lovely human being that get better soon. We need you out here, brother. Thank you for all your hard work. And by the way, Eli, he literally, anybody he shook hands with or talked to, he told them they were very handsome or very beautiful. Didn't he? Huh? Not, well, not, not you, Eli, because, you know, you look like a bird. But uh, <laughs> anyway, he just told everybody, you look beautiful, you're handsome. He just showered people with compliments. Showered people with compliments. And he talked to a guy on FaceTime. Can you imagine FaceTiming President Trump while you're in hospice for crying out loud? Folks, share, share, share. We got more videos to show you here. I got a conversation that we're going to show you here with President Trump uh, coming up shortly here. But here's some more of what he said. Anyway, but I just want to thank you. you. You're really special people and special friends and been with me right from the beginning, man, right? Listen, this country has three engines on fire. We are losing altitude, and we want you in yes. the car. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I want him to come up. And yeah. He has spoken for me plenty. Yes. He's a he's a sweetheart. He's a rough guy, but to me, he's a sweetheart. So I just want to thanks a lot. I just want to thank, you. thank you all. So we're heading back, but we'll be back a lot, and uh, we're going to take this state. We did great in primaries. And I think we did great in the general election. It would be nice if we had your governor. Your governor has really let us down. Instead of wasting his time with this ridiculous run, he should have he should have run for the Senate. Could have won the Yeah, he's talking about Sununu there being a loser. Now this is 
when I get to give Donald Trump the you can't beat God, or you can't beat Trump hat. So you know that the you can't beat Trump hats. Um, I don't have one here in the studio with me, but on one side, I mean, it says you can't beat Trump. Some of you guys probably have bought it. It says you can't beat Trump, right? And then on the right side, it says endorsement record 99%. And on the other side, it says impeachment record 2-0. and And now Eli started getting some of this. Now, he can't, what Eli didn't get was him coming over to me, shaking my hand again, and then us having this conversation, starting to have the conversation. But he gets it right in time for Trump to see, and he's reading the hat. Uh, Heather does have the whole interaction, so we'll get that later. But let's go ahead, and uh, this is a great clip. Uh, roll it. 99%. You know, that's right, 99%. That's right. And impeachment, he goes 2-1-0. 2-1-0. 2-1-0. And if McCarthy... And if, and if McCarthy does his job, they'll expunge both of those yeah. crappy yeah. impeachments. I understand they're working on that. Day. And the drought is still Let's great. see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Durrell, I like saw you. Judicial Watch, did a great job yeah. there. They're good people, too. We love you. Job. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, everybody. God bless you. Thank you, Mr. All right, hold on a minute. There's another one here. Uh, where's the one, Eli? There's another one where I'm talking to him about the uh, the bill I paid for him. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to see if I can find that one real quick. Okay, that's not there. Um, let's see, that's not it. There's another one where Eli has where I'm talking about where he paid where I paid the the bill for him. You guys remember when I paid that bill? For Trump, man, I wish I could find it. Now I had it pulled up. Maybe it's the sideways one, Eli. Did you cut that off when you sent it back to me? There was one. There was one that you sent me that has the whole conversation. Well, I watched the conversation this morning, and then then you sent it back to me, and it doesn't have it. So you clearly cut it off. Because I watched the conversation happen this morning. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this is. Um, this is Trump leaving. I don't think you're going to be able to get this on in, in the camera, but as he's leaving, he's, uh, he's pointing to me and Heather because me and Heather are standing there. Eli's standing there and he is pointing to us and we were saluting him. And I don't think you could see it through the tinted windows on the camera, but this is him leaving. Right there in that one. See what he was doing to us? You see what he was doing to us? Dan! Hey Dan! We love you, brother! See you at the next rally! So that was Dan Scavino in the white truck. Um have you found it yet, Eli? Or are you not looking for it even? Second one. Okay. Let me see if I can find it because it was here earlier. Um, nope, it's not that one. Well, I might have to show you guys on the 5 o'clock one. We had it pulled up earlier. Uh, now we can't seem to find it anywhere, which is a shame. But uh, there's a moment where I'm talking to him about the bill that was paid, the the uh, $218 bill that they said he owed. And then he goes on to tell a whole story about it. Um, so maybe we'll get it by the end of the show. Maybe we won't, but, uh, that basically in a nutshell was the, was the, the clips that we had to show you plus whatever Heather gives in. Uh, but I will say we are part of his New Hampshire team now. 
We are part of the New Hampshire uh, Trump campaign team in more ways than one. Um, Heather will be has signed up to be a captain in her district um, for the campaign, but we will be invited to everything that Trump does here in New Hampshire from here on out. And I think that's where we'll get a one-on-one interview with him. Um, I think that's uh, I think that's what's coming next. And uh, yeah, DeSantis had a uh, similar uh, luncheon here in New Hampshire yesterday at the same time. And obviously that's not making news because nobody cares. Nobody cares. So now you'll, you'll see in that video, the last video that I played, we mentioned McCarthy. And I said it would be nice if McCarthy would you know, expunge those crappy pardons. And he says, I haven't, I, he says, I have a feeling they're working on that. And then I find out this story that came out yesterday that said, McCarthy not sure if Trump is the strongest GOP candidate. So Trump continues to support Kevin McCarthy like he supported Ron DeSantis. He puts his endorsement behind Kevin McCarthy that gets him speakership. He put his endorsement behind Ron DeSanctimonious to give him the governorship. And then they both turn on him. Now, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy said on Tuesday, expressed uncertainty as to the former President Donald Trump's status as the strongest Republican presidential candidate in this cycle. Have you looked, you morons? Have you even come close to look at the polls? There's internal polls, there's external polls, there's private polls, there's biased polls, there's unbiased polls, and every one of them has this man clearly crushing anybody near him. He said this, the question is, is he the strongest candidate to win the election? I don't know that answer, he said. He did, however, acknowledge that Trump could conceivably defeat the incumbent commander-in-chief. But nothing about him defeating DeSantis. Why? Because they're all getting behind DeSantis. They're going to try to steal the primary from um, Donald Trump. Okay, so we got it. Okay, Eli's got it back in in, uh, circulation for us. So let's go back and find this. Um, Give me one second here, folks. I want to play this video for you. Yeah, I just did. Um... There it is right there. Perfect. All right, let's get this queued up for you guys. Thank you, Eli, for doing that so quickly. Let's get this queued up for you. This is uh, the moment in which I had the conversation with Trump about paying his bill. And then you know what Trump does? I, t- I got to tell you, I think, it was, uh, I think it was crap on Jeremy Day. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with uh, him saying, hey, this guy likes cookies. But then I said, you know, the fake news lied and said you owed those bills. So I went and paid him. He goes, oh, no, I did. Remember, I said I wasn't paying the bill because <laughs> of the crappy microphone. Uh, he's something else. Roll on. Let's do it. It is the fake sorry, news sorry. ready, Becca. <laughs> the office is officially open. Yeah. yeah. You know, they used to be the policemen and women, not anymore. Not anymore. Now the uh, perpetrators. They, uh, have a good time. Yeah, I'll sign that for you. Give me one, will you? Yes, sir. Can you sign my Chris Christie hat? I'll sign your hat. Oh. You are amazing. That was an amazing picture. Hey, President Trump, remember in 2016 when the fake news was trying to say that you weren't paying your bills on your yeah, campaign yeah, yeah. stuff? So you came to Claremont, New Hampshire, remember? Right. To the, to the high school. Right. First time I was there, I was quoted by fake, uh, fake news CNN that day, but fakely. Anyway, two weeks later, they had a thing in the newspaper there. Right. Trump doesn't pay his bills. Yeah. I went up there on live video back when I still had Facebook, when right. I was still there. Right, right. Paid the $218 bill right. and said, I highly doubt that a billionaire didn't yeah. pay his $218 <laughs> bill 
wrote it, and the fake news went nuts. You remember that thing, so? I'm making a speech, and the microphone was terrible. You know, we go out and rent equipment, and the microphone didn't work. Yep. I said, what am I, I got a microphone that's popping every other word. I'm trying to make a nice speech, and I got a popping. And then it went off, and then it went on, and then it went off. And I told my people, don't pay the bill. Don't pay it. So these guys go out, they say, he doesn't pay his bills. Let me tell you, when people do a good job, they get their money so fast. When they don't do a good job, you could end up in court or work out a deal. But we had that microphone. It was the worst microphone I've ever used. And I said, don't pay your bill. Who's this for? This uh, one, right? Just, just put your That's name for on. That's for you, sir. okay? Whatever. Best volunteers. Who is that? Dave Aver. Where's Dave? Dave, are you? Oh, Dave, you're a handsome guy too. <laughs> His wife, your wife, state rep, right? Yes. Don't you love the way he says? He says, "Oh, you're a handsome guy too." He's, so yeah, so it was. It was nice to be able to have that conversation with him about that stupid bill. And then he goes, "Yeah, no, I didn't pay it." I'm like, "You son of a gun!" Oh, I was, it's, see that, the, that intimate time like that, you know what I mean? It's really nice. Uh, somebody said the ticker said LFA TV is not part of the campaign. Uh, that might be a typo. It's now part of the campaign. Yes, we are part of the campaign and we're honored to be part of that campaign. So, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's great times. But anyway, Kevin McCarthy, let's get back to that. He doesn't think President Trump is a good candidate. President Trump is not a good candidate. I don't know if he, I don't know if he's the strongest candidate anymore says that loser. Well, let's listen to what um, Steve Bannon. Let's listen to what Steve Bannon has to say about Kevin McCarthy now. And I think Steve and I are kind of on the same page uh, with this, with this uh, Kevin McCarthy crap. I want to see him gone. Let's get him gone. President Trump now fully understands because he wasn't on the right side of the football in the first week of January. But hey, you know, stuff happens. That was a mistake. And now let's not double down on mistakes. He's got all those court jesters up there around him. Oh, McCarthy's really for you. He's helping you. He's doing all this stuff. He's not doing anything. He's putting the shiv in every freaking second of every day. And yep. he's caught. And now the political story shows you it was all a farce and all a lie. Oh, the appropriations process. We're going to come out. and pray. Tom Massey, how's that working out for you? Appropriations process. Tell me about this article. Yes. You're not going to have regular order appropriate. First off, it's all a dream anyway. You're not going to have it. And now they're telling you, oh, 30 September's not the date. The fiscal, it's really the calendar year. It's the calendar year. So we're going to get a CR and we're going to play the same games. We're going to kick it into the fall. And then it's going to get up against Christmas and we're going to have a, wait for it, an omnibus. So all the pigs can go to the trough. All the defense contractors in the biotech industry and in Silicon Valley and, of course, the lobbyists, they can all have a big trough. You know, all the slop goes in there right before Christmas because they got to get home for Christmas because these guys being such devout Christians, they got to get home with the family and uh, and really celebrate uh, the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's so paramount, paramount to the Washington, D.C. faction that they got. And I and I agree with I, I agree 100 percent with what Steve's saying. Time to get rid of these losers. Time to get rid of them. Uh, look, folks, I want to go to a quick word from our wonderful longtime sponsor, Gold Co., Ladies and gentlemen, for those of you out there who have been thinking about it, I know that a lot of you have been on the fence. I know a lot of you have not had a conversation with the Gold Co. reps yet about securing your money for the next year and a half because I promise you it's going to get worse, okay? Your 401k is going to get worse than it already is. Your IRA, all these accounts that you have, the savings, the dollar is going to get more worthless. 
So you got to put it in something that's not going to tank for the next year and a half. Okay, because that's how long we have left. And a lot of damage is going to be done to the dollar and to your savings accounts in the next year and a half. As much damage, if not more, than already happened in the first two and a half years or two years, whatever. So ladies and gentlemen, if now is the time, if God's telling you, hey, get your butt in gear, don't waste time. Please, ladies and gentlemen, get a hold of Gold Co. today. Go to goldco.com slash live or 855-559-3433 today. Goldco.com slash live. Find out which investment is best for you and what precious metal is best for you. Different for everyone. Goldco.com slash live. All right. New Jersey. How many of you live in New Jersey? Raise your hand. Well, the state of New Jersey and your loser governor there suing the school districts that require parental notification if a child is gender transitioning. How many of you would want to know if your child was gender transitioning in school? How many of you would want to know? I'd want to know. Three school districts in the state of New Jersey require parental notification if a child begins gender transitioning. As a result, they are being sued by your governor and by your state. This is outrageous and shows that concerned parents who have been showing up at school board meetings in recent years have every right to be worried about what the heck is going on in that school. Imagine such a monumental thing happening to your child and the school that you fund with your taxpayer dollars is hiding it from you. I would go berserk. And the state of New Jersey is now going after those school districts. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? You parents have no right to know, they say. Unbelievable. So if you live in the state of New Jersey, you might want to... uh, I don't know, what's that old saying that we always have? Uh, Light them up, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Crispy, light them up, Mike. Let's go, baby. Yes, Frankie. Also, Katie Hobbs out of Arizona. If you're in Arizona, you might need to know this as well. Another piece of news I wanted to get out today. Katie Hobbs, Arizona illegitimate governor, has signed an executive order to allow state employees to have sex changes covered by health insurance that you pay out of your taxpayer dollars. Isn't that amazing? Quote, the Department of Administration shall remove the exclusion from the state's health care plan as soon as, practi- um, as soon as it is practicable and in compliance with state law, the order declares noting that since 2017, the plan has excluded coverage for gender reassignment surgery. But that will be no more. Hobbs is also signed an order that bars state agencies from funding, promoting, or supporting conversion therapy treatment for minors. We're here. We're queer. And we're coming for your children. We're here. We're queer. We're coming for your children. Ladies and gentlemen, as you see me right there doing the Lord's Prayer with the crowd, that's what we need to do. The only way to make America great again is to make America America godly again. And the only way to make America godly again is to save our children. That is why Roe v. Wade was such a catalyst. Shady slobs, ladies and gentlemen. Shady slobs. Moving on, let's see if we can get to these last two stories real quick. Adam Kinzinger, you remember crying Adam Kinzinger? Oh, oh, let's pull up the National File story here. Thank you, National File, for this. Adam Kinzinger admits Patriot Front members are feds? (gasps) No! 
Actual American patriots have become fed up, pardon the pun, with the group Patriot Front crashing legitimate America first protest. Last week, patriots decided to chase Patriot Front group members away from their event and in the process of removing the unwanted guests, exposed the faces of Patriot Front members. Adam Kinzinger became very angry at the America first patriots, you know, the Proud Boys for demasking them. During his rant, Adam Kinzinger admitted that Patriot Front is a fed psyop. A fed psyop. Look at that. Adam Kinzinger responded saying these people, all blue check marks, are celebrating a seemingly MAGA assault on federal officers. Whoa! Whoa! Can we bring that large on the screen? Let's check out this tweet by Adam Kinzinger. It's right there. A MAGA assault on federal officers? Now, I don't know that this is what, re- what this really is, but take a gander at the comments of the patriots who love America. Below, he put in quotes. But look at that. MAGA assault on federal officers? Oops. <laughs> Oops. Adam Kinzinger, you moron. Let's go ahead and give Adam Kinzinger the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. Or maybe that's the Smarty Award of the Day. I don't know. I don't know. Give it both. How about that? And ladies and gentlemen, as we wrap up the show today, good job, Adam Kinzinger. You reject. Thought I was going to say the other word, didn't you? <laughs> Nope. On our way out, as Mike Crispy and Unafraid is starting their countdown right now, I've got to show you something beautiful on the screen. Pull it up, pop it up, pop it up. Among America's political elite, Reuters Reuters found that five living presidents, two Supreme Court justices, two governors, and 100 legislators descend from ancestors who enslaved black people. Guess who doesn't share in that? Donald J. Trump. In addition, Presidents Joe Biden and every living former U.S. president except Donald J. Trump are direct descendants of slaveholders. Well, how about that? Even Barack Obama. How about that? (laughs) Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for today's show. Again, Mike Crispy, Unafraid, is coming up next. So remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. We'll have more video from our meeting with Trump yesterday. God bless you guys. I hope to see you in Mike Crispy's Unafraid show coming up next as LFA TV continues. Rumble on your way out. Share on your way out. And remember, keep your family close. Keep a smile on your face and whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. God bless guys. Peace out.